In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. And if you hate the show, consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news in the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and with that, we're going to pick up as Major Farrell is making his way across the Weather Watcher HQ compound. Here's in one of the trailers that's acting as kind of the temporary housing, staging, storage for his blue fly paratroopers. Gestures at three of them, kind of mentions them to come sit down at a table with him. He goes, All right, well, I've dealt with the Major. She's having a bit of a breakdown, gave her the whole. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am routine. I think she thinks we're on the same side right now. I'm not saying we're not, but we'll see if she keeps her head on herself. Things are getting crazy out there. Soldiers, sound off. I'm sending you into town, and before we get going, I'd like to have a quick chat with you about what you may or may not find there. Sound good? Aye, sir. Sounds good. Pulls out a tape recorder, puts it down the table. All right, soldiers, make it a little bit official. Say your name and rank, so if in case something weird happens, we can easily find you in the chaos. After last night, I don't feel like taking any chances with organization at this point. Well, then I'll start this off. First Lieutenant Galeno Faro Macapodi Ocampo, PhD. Excellent. I am a Staff Sergeant Aiden Wells, helicopter gunner. And last but not least? First Lieutenant Daniels, co-pilot. Excellent, excellent. No doubt you all have some questions going on in town at this point. You've been cooped up here. We've got the helicopters. Sadly, we're not taking those out just yet. Don't get me wrong, I think we'd be best off just buzzing the air until something pops up. And well, as we all know, we're here hunting alien technology, whatever the hell that winds up meaning. And given last night's... Lieutenant, what would you call that? Bullshit? Insanity? Weirdness? What do you think the correct term for such an event is? Just plain fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever's not going to get red-acted, but otherwise... Well put, yes, and with that in mind, we have been asked to uh, search the town a tad more detail. All of you are more than qualified for this. I did not expect any complications to arise out of this. This is some just basic search and recover if need be. I suspect the doctor or the major will be in touch at some point to give you whatever details they think might be needed for you to follow up on. Now, I know we all think we know what we're hunting here, and we all have a good idea. Obviously, whatever the hell made the sound and the light and the lightning probably looking forward to the hell that relates to that but so you see something weird you see something you can't quite explain tag it note it maybe bring it back at least report it in you'll have access to one of the humvees you'll take all your gear with you we're not expecting anything weird to happen in town but as we all know in these types of circumstances well does not hurt to be prepared am i understood airman yes sir roger roger everyone dismissed if need be we'll send some of your other fellows out there after you don't expect it though Oh, before you go, if someone has the interest in dealing with the local deputy, that may be a thing. I may also take care of that myself or toss that back on the researchers. I'm suspecting no more than a phone call is required for that. Kind of looks actually, um, Tono Campo. You might be the right pick for this, actually. Nice, reassuring, uh, authority-sounding figure. Sound like something you can handle? I mean, otherwise, I could always just pull up the little Kiwi charm. Nonetheless, if it's just a local chef, I'm pretty sure that we could just run words around him until he's ready to go. Indeed, indeed. Well put. With that, as I said, dismissed. Good hunting out there. And he kind of 
signals you off, turns the tape recorder off, exits the room to go about his business. Any special gear you're bringing with you? Anything? You, you all are familiar with the general vibe of being with a blue fly paratrooper entails in this case. This is not your first rodeo. You're all exceedingly well-trained, Airman. So, question. Are we also experiencing the lack of cold sensitivity? Yes, you are. Everyone is. All right. I guess I'm going to bring my jacket just in case he's because what if the situation changes? I'm Like, are we still unaware that we're not cold in the middle of a blizzard? There's a pretty decent chance you've like turned off the heating or turned down the heating to this kind of area you're in, but it might be malfunctioning. I'm not sure you'd have necessarily put together that you're experiencing temperatures a tad differently. Like, realities this is a high stress situation and people react a variety of strange ways in such circumstances as well i would not assume though that these characters would necessarily know that that's going on necessarily all right well anyway i'm probably gonna be bringing some field recording equipment um, especially just because this is still such a weird ass situation we found ourselves in i need to make sure that you know those stupid ass pilots the commercial ones weren't just tripping balls when they saw those odd little weather patterns. Otherwise, at least make something out of being stuck here. What about you? What you what you taking along? And I just kind of gesture over to my teammates. This kind of sucks the fact that we can't be flying around here, but nonetheless, it's probably not a good idea to be flying through a blizzard. Always wanted to try it, but uh, I go where I'm ordered. Do what I'm ordered. Yep, kind of comes with the job. They want us to go find something weird. Let's go find something weird. Speaking of which, just between you guys and I, I'm not exactly the best shot. I'm more so a little bit more of like a books and maths person. I mean, not exactly maths, just more physics. Y'all are good with guns, correct? Just uh, when the shooting starts, if any, just get behind me. I'll take care of it. Perfect. I mean, like, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not helpless. It's more so just, I'm just super nearsighted. Anyway, looks like our orders are to... To do a thorough sweep of Willis, a better one than before, I guess. Which, honestly, seems a little stupid in my, in my opinion, seeing as that everyone else in that town is dead, hanging out in one of our lockers. But alien tech is alien tech, I guess. Yeah, whatever that means. Yeah, quotes alien. Sides up, though. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll see something interesting. Too bad we can't credit ourselves for any kind of discoveries or, or anything. As you can tell, I... Barely have any kind of experience with snow. Who's driving? I mean, any of us can drive realistically. Nothing too complex, which... <laughs> yeah, but the fun fact about New Zealand, I don't think you could... I don't think we get snow very often. If you ask me to drive in this whole bullshit, we are going to have a really bad time. So who's driving? Because I'm not. I'll, I'll drive. No need to worry about that. Perfect. Honestly, for all we know, it could be another stupid space rock as any kind of my previous excursions have been meteorites and more meteorites faintly radiated but otherwise a rock all i know is most of the time we get called out here to do nothing so i'm hoping it's something this time yeah it's a bunch of bullshit but it has paid off my student loans well uh shall we yeah let's get to it giddy up all right, so as you step outside into the open areas of Weatherwatcher HQ, you are once again under the prying eyes of the AFOSI agents. Your time at Weatherwatcher HQ has been 
Abrasive is probably the best phrase for it. It's strange that AFOSI is in charge here. They're just, after all, Air Force intelligence. You're the real soldiers. The fact that Harris is involved and not Farrell. Also a tad strange. And, well, you're the soldiers. You're the you're the real boots on the ground. They're just spooky G-men with a strange reputation to them. So the fact that they're running the show is probably a tad off-putting. And they know you think this. And they're watching you. A little too intently as you make your way through the camp. Nothing intimidating, nothing uh, actively aggressive, but you're all on the same side in theory, but they are watching you like hawks as you make your way to the motorcade. I'm going to imagine that we're going to start heading to our vehicle because I would like to start loading up some sample boxes. Sure. As well as like some other boxes and stuff that is big enough to detain a thing, I guess. Like a mildly small... Yeah, I get what you're saying. Like just a, a storage crate, if you will. A general purpose kind of storage crate. Yeah, you're loading up into Humvees. Like you have space, there's cargo room for this, but just the three of you, there'll be plenty of space for kind of any other things you might need in this category. And you were indirectly asked to kind of get some samples and do some sweeping of the town. Like it makes sense they're finally doing this. Like there's an argument to be made that you've been waiting for a chance to actually sweep the town in detail. Like, Makes a lot of sense. If something's hiding, it's probably hiding, you know, in the town. Hmm. Did the details of finding Amanda Thorpe get relayed to Blue Fly? No, Farrell didn't bother telling you that. Okay. I will say kind of, you know this as players, that your character doesn't know this. Farrell definitely kind of picked and chose what he told to relay to you. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that was clarified. All right. Yeah. Cool. I don't know how Humvees close in the back, but I close up the back of a Humvee. And I uh, jump in the back passenger seat. Who's driving? Uh, I figured I would drive since I was I I had brought it up. So do you want me to roll sure. like a drive or something? No, no, not yet. <laughs> Sorry, you said not yet, and I'm like, oh boy, Hayden Hayden Wells is driving. All right. Yeah, I knew this was gonna happen. So, <laughs> and I was like, this is not gonna be my fault that we're gonna crash because <laughs> I have a drive of like twenty, and that's Same. absolutely. So that's do ab- I. <laughs> Alex, I feel like you're you're a better dice roller than I am. Oh, don't say <laughs> that. Why do you have to say that before the rolls start? Oh, no. All right. And you depart base towards the town of Willis. We're now going to jump back to Major Dempsey as she finally successfully tracks down Dr. Merlo and Dr. Schuler. What's going through Dempsey's mind at this point? She's had a bit of an experience, I guess is probably the correct phrase for it. What does she think is going on at this point in time? Like, the official reports say the only people that were in there dealing with the bodies were Schuler and Merlo, but also, who knows what could have happened? Okay, so, like, I have a previous relationship with Dr. Merlo. Sure. So there's a thing of, like, okay, she was in that sort of situation, and so was Daniels. Were they in at the same time? Were they in like one after the other? Because if my kind of assumptions are Dr. Merlo is for all intents and purposes sane because personal bias and like Schuler is has some sort of weird fetish, says some sort of weird secret. Why would he be kind of dipping into this now and whatnot? So Schuler could be fucking nuts and i need to 
protect myself because I found myself in a situation where I do not have a gun. I don't have any kind of mode of defense. All I have is this scalpel with me and my paranoia is kicking in real hard because, oh my God, that person was like half torn apart and there were just bits and pieces of this fetus of a very pregnant woman. So there were like defined features. Indeed. And I guess I'd also point out the fact that like everyone at base seems really cagey about what happened the night before. It's strange. You witnessed some grade A weirdness, like some real Project Pluto weirdness type of thing. Like this is absolutely why you're here. And the people back at base also seem to experience some weirdness, but their reaction to the weirdness has them very much on edge. Like what you found is interesting, intriguing, scientifically important, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever happened at base has everyone almost acting like they really want to forget what happened last night. And what you experienced the field is maybe a tad bizarre, unexpected, but like your experiences do not line up with what everyone at the base is acting like. I was by myself for the situation. Well, yeah, with another person, but yeah. Well, I have no context for anything, so mm-hmm. I am a little bit of a... I'm just reminding you of the fact that I could imagine your character has some... Maybe confusion's the wrong phrase, but aside for the cannibalism, which admittedly is a big aside, you're pretty sure you saw the weirdest thing last night. And the fact that everyone back at base seems to be having their own thing going on, and they all seem a tad more preoccupied than I have all this awesome data to analyze, is definitely strange. Anyways, you successfully tracked down your colleagues. Any special, I guess, kind of ideas about you're going to enter the room? Like, do you kind of talked about the fact that maybe you're a little bit cagey on Schuler, but, like, Marilyn's your friend. Like, you worked with her before, you respect her professionally. Like, you're not suspecting her at all, right? No. I mean, there could be something. Maybe she might not be the person that I knew her as. But I haven't let my paranoia develop that severely yet. We'll see. I do have a scalpel in my coat pocket. I'm wearing a coat. I put on a coat just so I can hide it. Sure. I'm holding onto it right now. I knock on the door. One hand free, one hand in pocket. Uh, Is it kind of an announcing your presence knock or a kind of waiting to see if someone opens the door knock? Kind of like a announcing my presence, but also I'm just waiting to see or I'm just waiting as a polite way to wait for a door to open, I guess. Are you paranoid enough that maybe you're like listening to hear if people inside are scrambling around to hide something or something like that? Let's say yes. I'm catching myself being a little hyper focused on listening on what's happening the other side. Sure. All right. So we're not going to jump inside for a quick second. And Dr. Merlo, Dr. Schuler, you have confirmed that things are weird. You have low body temperatures. You have kind of proven that you and your security detail all seem to be kind of dealing with the same affliction. You are very aware of what happened last night at the base. You are very aware of what happened with Dr. Merlo. Where are you at at this point? I could imagine there's a variety of reactions to whatever's happening is happening to all of us, and it's ongoing at this point. For Schuler, it's... I don't want to say, like, nervous, because it's a lot more than that. He has some existential dread that he's found after they found that everybody is sick, quote-unquote, with whatever this is, and how convenient it is that 
we're in an area where everything's frozen over and everyone has died and bodies aren't thawing, but here we are now, just fine and almost freezing temperatures. No, I was going to say, to your point, like your, your background's microbiology. This is exactly the type, of the type of things that you would be concerned about. Like, this is cellular change, potentially, like based on what you saw in the bodies and what you've kind of observed in your colleague and now yourself and your essentially your kind of your handler at this point. You can't put your finger on this medically, but like this is absolutely something that would trouble and kind of toy at the darker thoughts of a microbiologist's mind. And I... I saw one of my colleagues rip into a body, and I tried to get them away, but someone consumed human flesh in front of me. Yeah. So that's like a strange question. If you were to kind of rank the various troubling things Dr. Schuler is grappling with at this point, what's highest on the list? Is it the cannibalism? Is it the weird cellular changes you're seeing? Is it the whole temperature thing? Like, which one of these things is the biggest problem in your mind definitely the cellular change it, the seeing like the human body a way that it's not supposed to be and working is kind of terrifying yeah that makes a lot of sense and you dr Merlo, where are you mentally at this point well i guess just to start with i'm coming at it from a different angle of the yeah. whole like well this shouldn't be possible you know through microbiology my, my background being physics i mean there are rules of just like thermodynamics and like just basic laws and principles of science that are not making any sense at all right now. Yeah. So that alone is like, it's not just from a standpoint of like a scientist where it's like, well, you know, this is, this is what we've been taught. This is what the science says, but it's also like, this is the kind of a truth you've known for a long time based off of like your studies and this and that. And this situation and this event has completely waved away any of that. So, like, in a way, like, my foundation as a, as a character and for what I do has been essentially shattered right now. So there's that. And if that wasn't enough, grappling with the fact that I completely blacked out for a moment and in that time I consumed human flesh is also just completely bizarre. Still processing that one, I think it's just... There's a certain level of numbness right now for my character because of the fact that, like, not only am I having to deal with the fact that I ate a body, but also, like, the stuff that I have been, you know, dedicating my life to science and this and that is just this stuff is it, everything's been completely thrown out the door. So it's like, yeah, it's a profound wrongness to the situation. Yeah, it's almost been, like, tainted and defiled in a weird way, like. Not to, like, prop up science and, like, this crazy religious thing, but, like, there are certain core tenets of science that, like, people believe in or, or people that, that are, like, true in the science world. And we understand that, like, things change and science evolves. Two plus two equals four. You can't destroy energy. It just kind of gets repositioned or relocated. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I guess kind of of the two of you, you are weirdly, like, you both are going through it. You are more going through it. Like, Schuler's been... I'm not going to say the passive bystander for this, but like whatever's going on has been happening to you much more actively in a weird way. Yeah. So handling all that at once, it's kind of one of those situations where like, hmm, if I had to phrase it mentally, what kind of state I'm in, you know, like a bunch of people try to run through one door at the same time and they all get stuck. Sure. 
that's kind of where my character is. I just don't know which one to process at any given point right now, considering all these things are having such a huge impact on my character. Yeah. I mean, obviously eating a dead body is one thing, but like, you know, the notion of what things I know from a scientific standpoint have also just been completed through another door. So everything's trying to get to the door at once so I can process, but I can't accurately process everything. So it's just. Yeah, no, it's a it's a log jam of thoughts, if you will. Yes. Kind of in that same vein of things, if you were to prioritize the various kind of troubling thoughts in your brain right now, what is the most troubling thing? The most troubling thing for me is that I'm going to enter a state of blackoutness again, and I won't remember what happens between when I go into that state and at the end of it, assuming I'm alive at the end of it. Sure. It makes a lot of sense. So you two have done this physical, you've confirmed, yeah, something weird's going on. You both have admittedly your own, I'm not going to say vested interest in this, but kind of your own set of takeaways from that, given your kind of different mindsets on things. What are you talking about? Like, are you kind of going down the rabbit hole of we can't let anyone know this is going on? Are you kind of being like, we need to tell people something weird with our temperatures? Is it we need more data? Like, are you talking about whether or not you're going to tell Major Dempsey that this is all going on? I think we do, but I think we need to do this in phases with like people slowly getting them sort like kind of introduced to it because trying to just tell everyone all at once feels like we're inviting a lot of trouble. So I feel like trusted confidants and people we should let them in first with is what's going on. Jeweler kind of has the opposite outlook. He He's saying not everybody here is on the same team. And what do you do when a bunch of people get sick and they're all in one area and they might be able to spread it? The United States military doesn't have a good track record with this kind of thing. True. You figure out what it is first. We got to figure out what it's doing to us and how we stop it before we take it to anyone else other than our direct team. Because if people start walking around and doing what you did, we're all dead. To Dr. Schuler's point, yeah, you're only one of kind of three if you had to label it factions here. You have the Blue Fly members, you have the scientist team, and then you have the AFOSI agents, which you would also know... This isn't normal AFOSI behavior. They're Air Force intelligence. They don't typically run stuff like this. That's a little bit strange. And you've even had Bimmel talking about how no one else here is on the same side as you. Like, she seems to have nothing but disdain for Harris and Farrell. So with that in mind, Major Dempsey, give me an alertness as you're kind of listening at the door as you're preparing to knock and kind of enter. Alertness roll, go! I got a 94% failure. So maybe you hear some kind of, like, reactions from people inside of, like, surprise as you knock on the door, but you don't hear anything salacious. You don't really kind of pick up on any secrets being spilled or kind of any of the chatter that they're going through. They're inside, we know that Schuler and Marlow are having a conversation about, like, we should tell people here's what probably happens if we tell people and that's real bad. And also we cannot trust anyone here. Like there's potentially even a part of that conversation, which is of the people we know that are here, only the two of us have been around each other almost the entire time. So can you really trust anyone else? And what's your reaction to the door getting knocked on and then swinging in to reveal major Dempsey? Schuler's totally like, shh, quiet, quiet. We don't know. And then when they see the Dempsey, he says, Oh, Dempsey. Glad it was you. Cooler. You mind uh, letting us run a few tests on you? 
What kind of tests? Just very standard stuff. Marilo and I have already undergone it. Marilo did it for me. I did it for her. We uh, did it for one of our uh, escorts. Perfectly safe. Okay. Objective? Compiling data. Oh, come on. Don't bullshit. We're adults. We're in this shitty situation together. You did it for Merlot. You did it for yourself, I guess. And I guess you convinced one of the mooks to do it for you. What did you find? Yeah, Schuler's like kind of like looking to make sure the door's fully closed. I look over my shoulder and I shut the door with my free hand. You've been noticing that uh, it's not cold anymore? Yes. Yes, I noticed that in my morning. Can you guess what temperature it is outside? Just ballpark it? Honestly, from all the readings that I've been taking, it's below freezing. Yeah, it's fucking freezing. Us? We're out there like goddamn wolves not giving a fuck. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Even this coat that I'm wearing is kind of warm. Yeah, here, come come look at this. Schuler will, like, pick up some of the, the data that we've taken and the notes and, and hand them to Dempsey. I take a couple steps forward and I full arms reach. I just kind of pick up the readings from Schuler. Merlot, did you already check this out? Yep. And we uh, we double checked it and even did a double uh, check with a another person. Everything came back just as you're seeing it on there. And you've run you've run a control, right? You've you've calibrated all the instruments and everything else like that, because I should be talking to corpses right now. We ran a control. We made sure we ran diagnostics on the equipment we were testing. We even pulled in, like I said, a third person who was not involved in this at all and had no knowledge. We just asked them for a sample. And the numbers you're seeing there are the exact numbers we got every time, regardless of subject. Okay, what do you need? Blood, saliva. As I'm taking off my coat and releasing the scalpel, being careful not to make it obvious that there's something in my pocket like that, because this is, I feel like this would be taking over instead of my paranoia, or I'd be more interested in this than my paranoia. Yeah, this is probably a tad distracting. You going for, like, the sleeves sheath for the scalpel or something? I'm going to just kind of tuck it underneath, like, in my wrist and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In between the shirt and the wrist or something? Yes. All right, give me a stealth. Oh, goddammit. Watch this be, like, a successful roll. 72% failure. Dr. Schuler, you're the one doing the examination, I guess. And nah, everyone else give me an alertness. 31 out of 22 fail. 75 out of 20 fail. Yeah, no one notices anything. It's not the <laughs> most graceful maneuver, but it's been a strange day and you're both preoccupied. Makes a certain amount of sense. All right. Marilo and I have talked about this. Whatever results we find, we need to keep this between us, okay? You know, just, just the research team for now. Gotcha. Especially with the way the morning started off. I don't know if you guys were able to kind of notice the fact that everyone was talking out of the sides of their mouth. Jesus Christ, I can't believe we're back in a playing clicks again. All right. And I roll up my free arm sleeve or non scalpel sleeve. Take what you need. Yeah, I'll get to work. And I will assist. Okay. So you've done the test on yourself or yourselves, excuse me. And a another. Was it an airman? Was it an ASFOI? A yeah, whatever the fuck their acronym is. The ones that are following us around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is he off to? He doesn't want to be here for this. Probably went off to get coffee or something. God. All right. So it's just the three of us. Perfect. 
Did you test anything else? Did you test any? Look, I've been. Another thing is we, we've tried to destroy the the samples, the cells, with heat them up, all kinds of stuff. Nothing. Uh, what do you mean? Nothing. You, when you heat them up, like you temperature doesn't change. They don't die. So it's it's at a complete homeostasis at a the cell didn't degenerate. It didn't. It's just stuck. Yeah, it has a holding temperature of all the bodies. It's the same. I cringe at the word bodies. I checked my temperature. We checked Marlowe's. We're going to check yours. Same. We should be dead. Mm. We're undergoing change at a cellular level, and that is... Uh, speaking Speaking of which, um, when did you run the test on the bodies? Last night. Last night? All right. Did you notice anything weird last night? Okay, because I don't think we were able to debrief earlier this morning. Were we, did, we, did I tell them about the, the shit that happened to me? Not really, no. You mentioned some fascinating stuff happened, but okay. I can't really get into the details. We haven't been able to debrief about what exactly happened last night. While I was by myself, or at least while I was with my escort, I actually witnessed the weather phenomenon that the airline pilots were, had experienced. Firsthand, I have my recordings and all my readings and everything else like that. They're prepped and honestly ready to go. But what the fuck were you two doing? Dissections. We were uh, checking out the bodies. You can read that report if you want to. Uh, Schuler like pauses and looks to Marlowe and then doesn't say anything. I also look at Marlowe because I this what? Well, do you have those reports? I I look over worried at Schuler and I'm like. I have looks of concern about bringing it up, and I'm like, should we tell him? Okay, because this here's here's the thing. I ended up talking the to the two detainees, one very concerned mother-in-law, and one honestly just a ho dunk, whatever. Just anyway, they were looking for a specific woman inside the town of Willis, and unfortunately, she's no longer with us, as you would say. Could you? Do you are you familiar with an A Thorpe? Does that name ring a bell by chance? No. Okay. Okay. What were you gonna say? Not particularly. Look, um, it's up to Merlo if she wants to talk about it. If she doesn't, it's not all that important. I don't want to talk about it. All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna talk about what I experienced because I need answers from both of you. I need you to be incredibly honest with me. Because I have no idea what the fuck is happening, and apparently the only two people that I could talk to about this, or at least that I can seemingly talk to, apparently has secrets between themselves. I was looking and investigating a missing woman, and trying to find at least some sort of closure that I can give to these two random people. The last shred of humanity, or the last shred of compassion that I had for the rest of this day, and probably for the rest of this time here, was completely and utterly destroyed, much like this woman's uterus, and much like this woman's fetus. I came across a eviscerated body. What the fuck happened last night? Cooler, Marlo, give me sand checks. 48 out of 48 success. Damn, on the dot. 15 out of 60 success. Wow. You are some calm and collected people on this one. Maybe even bracing for this. I'm not quite sure how this one works, honestly, but question passes over you and you don't blink. They don't blink. They don't have any kind of obvious reaction. Like, they pass their sand checks. They are fine in this moment. I'm not about that. So I'll, I'll continue. 
Oh no, the fact that they passed their stand checks is a problem. It's disturbing to me because yeah. I had a very visceral and awful reaction to that. Oh, and yeah. these people and like you guys are just okay with it. So I'm I mean, maybe it wasn't them. Maybe it happened after them or something. We have no way of knowing. True, that is true. Yeah, look, uh, last night we we did the autopsies and then everyone went fucking crazy for I don't know, a half hour was it? An hour? It was chaos around here. I mean, I I didn't even feel in control of my actions. I beat the hell out of one of those uh, soldier guys. Surprised myself. I mean, he should have kicked the shit out of me. You know, honestly, that tracks the my chauffeur was having a weird crying fit. I didn't understand exactly why. I thought he was just being young and inexperienced, but that makes sense. Weirdly enough, I didn't feel. Wait, hold up. So you you just lost your temper? I wouldn't really describe it like that. It was more like something was, uh, you know, when you kind of dissociate, but you're still really kind of conscious of what has happened. You're driving a long way cross country, and then all of a sudden you're halfway there, and you can kind of remember what happened. But, you know, point A to B was five seconds in your mind. Okay, you have me. So within within your cross country drive, you just somehow assaulted one of the armed guards apparently i mean i was getting some nasty looks this morning okay but this wasn't just me everyone so it was a mass hallucinative but not really a hallucination I, I don't know what the fuck it was maybe like mass paranoia everyone just kind of breaking for a moment and uh seeing how fucking weird this whole situation is all right that was something i did personally didn't experience i mean maybe fleetingly but even then Mer merlot tell me tell me you didn't like i don't know box somebody merlot looks physically like just kind of like worried about saying something and she pauses for a second and she looks over and she says there's things that happen that i feel like if i say something will change forever what you think of me and perceptions and Things like that. And she pauses again for a second, realizing like she's calculating whether or not she should finally say it or not. Well, so and I guess I will remind you, you do have an out kind of in this situation because you did have that hallucination. Like that's not quite the same type of strange, but it's also quite strange. You know what? I understand that this is weirdly heavy for you. And if this is something that's going on in some weird primal urge or primal rage that can be. I guess, sorry, let me just summon up whatever kind of compassion I can. I, mean, I know that sounds a bit harsh, but I've had a very rough day so far. We'll talk about it later, but you have to promise me that you're going to tell me, not even colleague to colleague, but confidant to confidant. Tonight, yes, it'll give you some time, but I need, to, I, I need you to trust me like I trust you. Can we agree to this? Agreed. Okay. All right, so what's my numbers? Am I also a corpse? You know the answer, Dr. Schuler. <sighs> yep, same results. Well, I'm a corpse, I guess now, but is my AC1 levels all right? I've been jogging my ass off this past couple months, so hopefully at least that's something. You know, uh, I didn't test for it. Well, damn it. Okay, well, I'm dead anyway, so great. What now? Yeah, let's all agree that this is going to stay between us. Maybe, maybe we tell Bimmel tonight 
Yeah, I don't know. I look if uh, military personnel find out about this, you know that we're all getting locked up and we're becoming sub test subjects. I don't fucking know. Maybe they'll try to see what's wrong with us, see if they can use it somehow, or they'll just uh, line us all up and shoot us. I don't know. Well, all right. I'm apparently in charge of the Blue Fly team. I did send some out to gather some readings and do another uh, more detailed sweep through the town of Willis. Hopefully we should be able to get that data later. Weirdly enough, he didn't really ask exactly what kind of specifics that I wanted to find, but I think some of them had mentioned that they might have had a PhD. Maybe not. I mean, despite the fact that being a major, I do have to understand that most of these hooligans running around are just people that either flunked out of high school or were dumb enough not to get accepted into the Air Force. No offense to anyone who is also part of the armed services. All right. So, uh, what's the plan, guys? I mean, I, I'm I'm going to keep running tests. I'm going to see what I, I can find. But I don't know what the fuck I'm going to tell. I, I guess Bimmel can lie to the uh, the military guy, whatever the fuck his name was. Actually, I, Schuler, I know this is a little bit of much to ask. Can you look at a body? I do need someone with a little bit more expertise than I do in medical sciences. Sure. Yeah, I mean, a body that's here? Partially. But yes, a body that is interned in one of our lockers. This was the body that I was talking about, the eviscerated one. I know this is a little bit of a request, but nonetheless, we do still need to kind of compare notes and kind of match up our timelines as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. What was the name again? Amanda Thorpe. I'm going to go over to like a bag I have that I probably carry notes in and I'm going to search through for whatever I recorded about Amanda Thorpe. Yeah, just general notes. No notes about it being attacked by your colleague or chewed on or anything like that. Just general autopsy notes confirming that she is indeed dead. It is indeed the same cause of death as everything else. I noted the fact she was pregnant and... It's weird saying nothing out of the ordinary because everything about this is out of the ordinary, but comparatively, yeah, your notes are probably just reflective of just another one of the bodies we have here. Do I know that this is the one that got a bite taken out of it? I mean, now that maybe someone's mentioned the pregnancy aspect of it, you're potentially putting two and two together. But beyond that, it's a small town. There's not that many pregnant women in it, hypothetically. Okay. Merlo, why don't you why don't you stay here and uh, finish up? Uh compiling the data and I'm, I'm gonna go take a look okay sounds good all right let's mosey on over are we greeted by the same guard that was there before you're talking about the guard at the kind of morgue right yeah yeah the one familiar is there still gotcha pardon me has anyone come in and out since i last came in shakes has said nope no no one since you gotcha sorry this is a little bit of a sensitive deep dive can you make sure that no one comes in for the time being while we're in here. I'm sorry, but this is on a need to know basis. Kind of raises an eyebrow at this. He goes, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, look, well, I'm going to be breaking out some chemicals that are pretty harsh to breathe in. And if anyone's not suited up properly, you know, it can really fuck their lungs up. Kind of shrugs at this. Yeah, sure, whatever. Do what you got to. I'm going to suit up and wait for Schuler next to Amanda's locker. Okay. Crack it open. Take a look. Just prepare yourself. This this is a little gruesome. I open the locker. So before we get to that, 
Schuler, what's it like being back at essentially the scene of the crime? Like, I can imagine you were hoping to never come back into this place ever, let alone pull this body out ever again. It's a mixed feeling because I figured I'd have to be back here eventually to compare notes between the living and the dead. Sure. But right now I'm working off of not necessarily a lie because I just didn't tell the truth, but I don't want to rat out Merlot without Merlot's approval. So like a half and half. Makes sense. All right. So the body comes out and you immediately notice that, yeah, Merlot's handiwork is on there still, but it's been further desecrated than you remember it being when you were last in here dealing with this. And that's upsetting. Give me a sand check. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I knew this was coming. 93 out of 48 fail. Just one point of sand damage. It's weird seeing a body that you saw your colleague try to chew a chunk out of previously further damaged in ways you're not quite sure you understand. Weird, but also probably prepared a little bit mentally for this. Like, it still hurts, but not yeah. as bad as it could have been. I'm going to just project the one. Sure. Four, so I'm going to lose. I'm not going to take any damage, but I'm going to lose four willpower. All right. Who are you projecting it onto? Dr. Siddiqui. All right. I don't want to be here. I wouldn't be here if I had a choice. Sure. I mean, I wanted to be here. I don't want to be here anymore. And I hold resentment. It's my fault that I'm here, but I'm blaming it on someone. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, okay. This is not how we left it. Okay, because the only people that are in the logs are yourself, Merlot, and then me, who discovered this. Uh, those logs are not accurate at all. And that's kind of where I was thinking in the sense of, more than likely, if this is not the way that you had left it, something's up with command. Yeah, let me, let me, uh, I am certain that people have come in here before we got here and after we got here, and I am pretty sure the science team are the only people who actually log their entries and exits. All right. First and foremost, what the hell could have done this? Like, visual glance, do I have any idea? Give me a medicine check. Sure. 51 out of 70 success. It's weird. Like, it doesn't make any goddamn sense, but, like, the tearing at the body itself from the abdomen area... Like, now that you're kind of up in the guts more, looking more and more at the kind of damage, you'd swear, and it makes no goddamn sense, it was almost like the, the damage kind of looks like something trying to force its way from the inside out. Oh, no. I mean, looking at it just, just now, before I can really get in there, I'm going to need a few hours to get something really concrete, but it looks like somebody came in, sharp, but mostly blunt object, not tipped, and just went to town on the body. Looks like when they made an incision, they reached their fingers in and did the rest of the work that way. I don't know who or why they do that, but uh, that's what it looks like. Okay. To be clear, I know that I'm lying, but... No, 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 I know, I know. So, whoever did this, was this a... Can I tell? Sense motive? Can I sense motive? I mean, uh, give me a human int if you want. Do an opposed role on this one, actually. Schuler. I'll let you roll Charisma or Persuasion, and Major Dempsey, let's see a uh, human int. Watch, Father Fumble's gonna come by, but bless me with, like, a critical success. Oh, mm -hmm. God! 
damn you with your critical critical charisma. Yeah, sixty six crit success. <laughs> I trust you implicitly. You're a doctor. You're not that type of doctor. Like, I mean, like this is all fucked. Like, this is all super weird. This is all super messed up. But like, why would Schuler possibly lie to you in this circumstance? Like, it doesn't make sense. And based on what you've been told, like, maybe someone did something weird when everyone was having that weird panic attack. Like, hell, Schuler punched an AFOSI agent. That's out of character. Like, in your mind, it's totally possible that maybe the guard outside at the time had a break and, like, came in and smashed his gun butt into the belly or something. I, a whole variety of possibilities exist that now that you're kind of thinking of it with the context of people did crazy things here for a brief period of time. Yeah, I, it's horrible and upsetting, but like, it's not as bad as you thought. I guess the next question is, was this an amateur kind of situation or was this like a practice situation? Is this some, is, is this work? I'll say based off the previous medicine role, like the reality is smashing something is smashing something as far as you can kind of generally tell. And again, if you're going with the, it looks like someone hit something from the outside. Yeah. Look, I, um, I couldn't tell you. I'm not actually like, I have forensics training, major dem too, but uh, I'm not a, I don't investigate murders often. I mean, it was already a body. So, I mean, from what I can see, it, it looks like somebody, I don't know who wanted to get in there and they got in there. Schuler just starts to close the, push the body back into the, the freezer. Sure. There's not really much more to say. Gotcha. Like you said that uh, there was a man here and a, an older woman related to this woman. The detainees were this woman's husband as well as mother-in-law. They're still in lockup. They were released. There, I believe, was a sheriff that was inquiring before them. But otherwise, that's kind of become a complication at this point. In the interview, I gave them the whole radioactive sort of cover story that mother-in-law was silver tongue. She was a nurse. Phenomenal bedside manner. Other guy, just angry, angry husband. So I don't think they're going to be a huge issue. Nonetheless, it's it might be an inconvenience. All right. I mean, do you want to go tell Merlot what we found? Yes. Question, should we record this? Photographs or anything else like that? or I'll take care. I know Merlot wants to tell you. I know you want to know. Maybe uh, she'll be more open to talking when it's just the two of you. Right? All right. Well, otherwise, keep this on your back burner. I want to see if we can find out who was inside here. If there was a way to kind of either lift or figure out what the who else was in here other than us yeah i'll i'm gonna get to work i'm gonna see what i can find i'm gonna talk to people see what what comes up okay and i'll, I'll let you know what i have who cleans these hazmat suits because with this this is violent enough i'm sure that whoever was in here didn't wear a suit and i'm sure in the confusion after everything was said and done i mean the base was getting itself put back together security was probably shit nobody was looking at you know, who's covered in blood because everybody was beating the hell out of each other. Hmm. Look, I'll, um, I'll see what I can find. All right. All right. I'll go meet up with Merlot. All right. All right. So you're going to leave the morgue? I'm leaving the body locker. All right. Same with you as well, Dr. Schuler. No, I'm staying. And in a rare instance of a rule that I don't think we've used a lot, 
Uh, would you say that I could gain a willpower back for living up to my motivation to look out for my fellow researchers? Yeah, I'll say you can, especially what's about to happen next. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so as you step outside, Major Dempsey, you are greeted by a somewhat scowled face of Agent Harris as he looks at you. Major Dempsey, I didn't realize autopsies would fall under your purview. I figured that might be a Schuler topic. It is a Schuler topic, and seeing as how we're part of a research team, I can always assist in my colleagues' work, despite not really knowing the exact details. Another set of hands is always good, is it not? I suppose, but also my understanding was that Dr. Schuler finished the autopsy sometime last night. All the paperwork I have indicates that. In theory, he is done processing through. That might be correct, but nonetheless, I am a thorough researcher. Not only do we have to link up and connect the dots between my timeline and their timeline, seeing as how we were working separately, I also had a couple things regarding to specific individuals. Now, I heard that you, for whatever reason, let two of your detainees go without really any kind of debriefing on their end, and therefore now local law enforcement is breathing down our necks, or at least trying to inquire. They were indeed released. They have been properly debriefed, and we've reached an understanding of what they are and are not allowed to talk about. Don't worry, they will not be a problem. But back Four. to the topic of you, Major. No, 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 no. You ha I, I still got a report regarding a sheriff that was inquiring about our own situation here and what's to stop them in regards to expounding that situation further. I think you have other kind of things to worry about in that regard. Kind of shrugs a little bit at this, looks at you. The blizzard and the roadblock should be enough to keep their prying eyes away. I'd rather you didn't make a bigger deal of this. And speaking of a bigger deal, for a physicist, you certainly do have a fascination with the morgue. Anything you'd like to tell me about? You can read it in our reports. I need to go compile our data right now, actually. Yes, go do that. Have narrows his eyes at you, pauses for a second, and then kind of slowly turns and walks away. Oh, Harris, by the way, I wake up at 5.30s. Join me for a jog. It's amusing. Major Dempsey, that you don't think I already know what time you wake up for your jobs. You've been here, after all, for a full 12 hours by now. I don't know. Just thought I would invite an admirer along. Maybe we could uh, run and chat, if you will. Either way, I will go ahead and compile that data. I'll go grab Merlo before you start compiling the data, or are you going to kind of do that by yourself? I'm going to go grab Merlo. Merlo.